0: I don't want you to focus on the success of the thing that you picked. I want you to focus on the successful person that you're becoming through Mm -hmm. consistency. Can I pick something and stay there for three years? Can I sit there and learn what business is about? Can I figure out how to not spend all the money that I make? Can I get up and actually knock on doors every single day? I just wanna see the progression in myself, not the thing. You're afraid of judgment. In a
1: way that I overcame being afraid of judgment, I wrote down the names of the people that would judge me. And then next to their name, I wrote out the great thing that they've done that was so impactful (laughs) that their judgment actually mattered. I don't want you to miss that. Most of the time we are afraid of being judged by people for trying something, these people haven't tried a thing. We both looked at each other and we said two things. First thing, we have to deliver something in this live audience that everybody can have an actionable step and go home and execute on. But then we looked at each other and said, we're not prepared. And then David said, but maybe we are prepared.
0: I didn't say maybe, I said, we're always prepared. We're
1: always prepared. And I said, you're right, because the preparation is in us. And that's what we want to talk about today.
0: Absolutely. This can't be the same old, same old.
1: It can't be the same old, same old. We wanted to make sure. (laughs) See, it's one thing for you guys to choose to watch it on YouTube. You see the title. You see the thumbnail. And you get to decide if that episode or that information is for you. Well, you have no expectation of what we're talking about today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, believe it or not, we were in the back. And we was like, "Hey, what are we gonna discuss?" And typically, I don't know if, if any if you're in Atlanta, like, and you're in one of our groups, you can uh, you could just join the podcast episode. So we always ask, like, "Yo, what do y'all want to talk about?" And they give us a whole bunch of stuff, and we don't use none of it because <laughs> we don't know where the conversation is gonna go. And literally every single episode is like that, and uh, we really pride ourselves in that because we are actually we're not just like coaches that are teaching people how to play we play every day yeah. so it typically starts with okay what was going on in your week and from that conversation it just goes and some of the most valuable conversations that we've had didn't have any cameras attached to it we weren't preparing for a podcast so um, we still don't know what we're going to talk about right now so we're going to get it going however because we have these mics here what i want this to be is a very interactive conversation is that okay so if you have something to say or a question, keep them short, just line up to the mic. Is that okay? So if you got like something to say, like, okay, I, that wasn't clear. Or, or if you don't even agree with what we're saying, I want you to come to the mic and tell us that you don't agree with that. Is that cool? That's how a conversation goes with your friends or family, right? Okay, cool. So this isn't going to be a one-way conversation? Okay, good, good, good. All right,
1: so. Can I also just say, Um, Without calling you out, if you're just one of my clients in the room that I've helped make millions of dollars with, if you come up to the mic, you know... Don't you know? Just putting that out there. You probably too. got one
0: client in here. That I, you do, make I do, I do, I do. You know what I mean? If you're one of my clients, that I... <laughs> if
1: you're if you're one of my clients, but I can't see through the crowd of all the people, but I do see at least you know one that we're gonna call out.
0: And who was that to crack that joke earlier? Because I said something like, "Hey, I want you to meet at least 15 yeah. people."
1: Who said it was on this side? I don't and know was, if y'all switched it up.
0: It was up. like, "Yo, we want you to meet." I was like, "Yo, make sure you connect with at least 15." people, and that person was like, oh, so that's everybody, because it was light around 5.30, okay?
1: <laughs> it was a man, and you were in this area over here. Who said it? Oh,
0: that's everybody. See, it filled out, y'all. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, Um, oh, so this is one thing I wanted to talk about, and I don't know if Donnie wanted to talk about it, but I think that there's something special about people that succeed, and there's, like, something about them and, but there's a couple things about it. Like, what makes Elon Musk, Elon Musk? What makes Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan? It's not like, yo, you're just Michael and you just succeed. Like, there's some things I know about Donnie. I think this last episode, if you're in our Patreon, you already saw the episode we shot Thursday. How many people's in our Patreon? Mm. <laughs> That's our word for today. Mm, mm. mm.
1: Wait, real quick, raise your hand high, not this one, but high if in you're in. Patreon? I think we just can't see their hands.
0: No, we can see it pretty clear. It's only two of them. (laughs) We can see. It's it's
1: (laughs) the lights for me.
0: (laughs) So a quick commercial break. Y'all know we have a Patreon and all of our episodes are recorded in real time. Like we stream them in real time. So the episode we just shot Thursday, the world probably won't see it for like two weeks. And it's mad behind the scenes stuff. So all the stuff that we did in Houston today and the stuff that's going on throughout the week, it gets put in our Patreon because it's not the episodes that you see or uh, the content that we put out of how to do this or how to do that or the workshops that we talk about. If you're in the morning meetup and I'm speaking on that, that's not what creates the success. Learning that stuff is not what creates the success for you. It's identifying all the stuff that happens behind the scenes. It's the conversations that you don't see that allow us to show you what you do see, meaning y'all need to join our Patreon. How many people committed to join our Patreon? It starts at $5, guys.
1: Come it's on, like this. five bucks a month. So basically, all that stuff that you got when you walked in the room and you saw us setting up and you were part a part of the setup and you got the sidebar conversations. Like they literally, while we're in the episode, they're online with us chatting and asking questions. And they're a part of that setup and the breakdown. It's like five bucks a month to be in the Patreon and you can join it just real quick while we're up here. Code word H-O-U. And this is not is it for our guests who are going to be watching this episode two weeks from today? Um, yeah, because they watched this episode. Yeah, that's cool. H-O-U. So we know that you came from this episode. Just text the words or the letters H-O-U. Get your phones out because everybody should be wanting to do this. We said five bucks. Everybody should be wanting to do this. Let me see the phones. If you yes, got it, say... Yes, you too. If Grab you, see, your phone. i you. At if, you. if you got your phone, say, you're, say I'm ready. <laughs> All right, 404-737-2767.
0: And don't just go for the $5 one, okay? Mm-hmm. There's more There's more value there. The-
1: yeah, more value there. He's writing notes over here, so I think your battery must... Is your battery dead? <laughs> yeah.
0: You need a charger or? Ah, you didn't know it was going to be a sales pitch, did you? All right. One more time.
1: 404-737-2767. Text the words H-O-U, and you're going to get a text back with the link to our Patreon. Pick whichever one tickles your fancy. I'll tell you the Inner Circle members, I think it's like 40 bucks a month. You get to have an experience like this already included twice a year with us. So putting that out there
0: um you know what i think that kind of like leads into something that i i think i think is important um me and donnie what you see is what you get and i think anyone that's ever been around us uh, will test will testify to that too right anything that we're going through we'll let you know okay um And I think that is one of the elements that allows someone to become successful. And I say allows because inside of you, there are some things that aren't allowing you to become successful. Mm. And I think one of those things is transparency. So there's never never anyone that's going to come out and say, hey, guys, we tried to prepare, but we couldn't. So we're about just freestyle. Because then you might feel cheated, right? But I'm letting you know that you came because you want us and who we are, nothing canned and like prepared for you, right? Edited, Edited. scripted. Do y'all
1: know that, that first of all, real quick, anybody who got to engage with us before Melon and Money went up to do their podcast in the intro, were we what you expected us to be? Like, were we what we are on camera? Yeah? Did anybody get a different version of what you thought we would be in real life? No, you did? Let's talk about it, what's that about? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and we roast each other in real life in, in real, real life I <laughs> just be
2: transparent um so I've been following David for a while and seeing him on, on the screen on, on YouTube is different from standing next to him because I'm not the tallest person in here if anybody can't tell but um David's pretty tall you got tall you know? energy though I do definitely I, I, yeah, got big man I, energy I, you know, I, I, I demand my presence you know <laughs> but um at the same time he was very transparent he wasn't standoffish you know and at the same time i know he's a very valuable person he had a lot of things going on a lot of people want to meet him and talk to him but at the same time he took time out to actually speak to me and i, I respect yeah.
1: that i love it all right so you're taller and more attentive than what he expected so that says a lot we got to work
0: on the on-screen By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Experiences that we're giving Uh off. All right. But for the most part,
1: we are who you thought we were, Right. The second thing that I wanted to say that you made a really good point. What was it real quick? Cause I just lost my train of thought. Um, just being who you are being who you are. Yep. Lost it. it anyway. So it's okay. I got you. I'm gonna pick it oh, up. Oh, 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 here it is. Here it is right here. 99% of our episodes are completely unscripted. 99. David and I don't have a conversation before the podcast other than, Hey sis, what you been up to the last couple of days We don't talk. We're not in a text group where we're like, today we're teaching about this thing. Now, I say 99 percent because there is sometimes one percent of the time where I or he will come to set or that morning. And I'm like, yo, I had this I had this thought that's been on my mind. I want to teach about this today. But even in teaching about it, it's never a prepared lesson. It might be something like five steps to making money, right? And then we get in the studio and we're literally giving you our five steps and we're thinking through it in real time. So when we're talking about transparency, I believe that the reason that so many people relate to Social Proof and have, has made us the number one podcast for entrepreneurship in the world, right, right,
0: right, 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 right.
1: I believe it has a lot to do with allowing our audience to get an inside view of us thinking through the things and kind of like having flashbacks, like a lot of this conversation and the lessons that we're teaching is literally real time flashbacks of us thinking about our real process. So when we talk about no fluff, like we can't hide from it because we're never like prepared. When you see the iPad come out, though,
0: oh, it's, going down. it's going down.
1: It's absolutely going down. David and I, we were backstage and we both looked at each other and we said two things. First thing. We have to deliver something in this live audience that everybody can have an actionable step and go home and execute on. But then we looked at each other and said, we're not prepared. We're not prepared. And then David said, but maybe we are prepared.
0: I didn't say maybe. I said, we're always prepared. We're
1: always prepared. And I said, you're right, because the preparation is in us. And that's what we want to talk about today. Absolutely.
0: A little and, bit. Yeah, for sure. And I think somebody is thinking, oh, wow, I'm going to be more transparent with my audience. How many people was thinking that? But I think the first thing you have to do is be comfortable in your own skin. You have to look at yourself and be transparent to yourself. There are many, many faults that I see when I look in the mirror. And every day I get more and more comfortable with them. Every day I get more and more comfortable. I, there are some, I have, I have a real challenge retaining information. So I was just talking to Marlon earlier today and he was like, yo, I'm thinking about getting in trading and I'm like, yo, you got the brain to do that. Like trading like trading stocks and options or crypto whatever, right? I said, I don't have that. He was like, well, you don't have it or you don't want to do it. I'm like, bro, I ain't got it. Mm-mm. Everything I've learned is through practical application i can't just like read it or like watch it and learn it and then apply it i can't right so someone i remember somebody said yo stop saying you can't i'm like yo i am comfortable in the stuff that i can't do i'm really comfortable in the stuff that i can do not nervous coming out here to talk to y'all about entrepreneurship this is me I know, and I can trust Donnie. No matter what I say, she's gonna piggyback. She knows she can start a conversation and I can piggyback, but it's gonna be from real life experience. But I am comfortable being me. That's why I roast me so much. I, you know, one of my biggest anxi- anxieties is um, one, I always had like head issues. Cause you don't grow hair anymore or? Well, it started when I was a child. So look at this. I got like a little peanut head. It's like a little dip right here. Oh. It is a dip. It's two of them. It's like a, it's a here. It's
1: not just two though. If you look at it from this. All right. All right.
0: Chill. So for a long time, I don't don't need you to piggyback (laughs) on that. For a long time, that was an insecurity. And then my hairline starts to recede. And I'm like, wow, I'm really never going to get married at this rate. (laughs) But I just wore a hat on all the dates. And I had my wife fall in love with me first. And then one day I'm like... Do you still love me?
1: What I think is so crazy though, we were literally just in the dressing room. All right, all right, all (laughs) right. That's enough. We were literally just in the dressing room, and Dave goes in the mirror. He gets in the mirror and he's like, No, no, I'm
0: not ready to share that just yet.
1: He's like, Look at my ears. And I'm like, Okay. And he's like, Do you notice anything about my ears? I'm like, Well, they're really big and they stick out. And he's like, no, it's not that. I'm like, oh,
0: do you know?" This she notice? started pointing out other stuff. Like, she's like, oh, what about the back, the back looks real funny. I'm like, no, that's not I'm it. I'm like, either. the back
1: is really closely connected to your neck. And he's like, no, that's not it. I'm like, you don't have earring holes? He's like, no, that's not it. You really don't see it? I'm like, no, I don't see it. He's like, I've got hair growing out of my ears.
0: <laughs> see? It's my first time seeing it today, though. Like, well, it's, it's, it's not, a lot. not my like first so solid, time like... seeing
1: it. But as you're talking about your hair. Are you going somewhere with this? I just find that it's so interesting. Listen, God will. You probably been praying for hair.
0: Gotta be specific with the prayers. You gotta be
1: specific with them prayers, <laughs> with them <laughs> prayers baby. <laughs> <laughs> Transparency transparency. Reese, if you can, zoom in on that left ear. That's the heaviest growth side. Back
0: to the lesson, okay? The lesson is?
1: The lesson is be completely comfortable in your skin even if hair is growing on it out of order. Are you done? I'm done.
0: Okay. Think about this in all seriousness. Um, And I know this for a fact because I teach a lot of people like in podcasting. What do you think one of the one of the uh, first reservations people have in podcasting is? What about Your voice. Well, their own voice. Mm. People hate hearing their own voice, and the fact that you don't like hearing yourself on a playback is one. You'll never get an opportunity to continue, to, like to practice being able to deliver a message. But two, there's so many people that will be that will uh, uh, not get the information that you have because you don't like your own voice and you haven't embraced your own voice. The same voice that you hear all day, every day, since you've been alive, that same voice. And most people don't realize is like, everybody has their own tribe. Everybody has sheep that will only listen to their voice. You are a shepherd over some people, but they'll only listen to your voice. There are some people like, okay, we have a great podcast, right? But if you start a podcast, there's some people that say, yo, nope, I don't resonate with them. However, you, Marlon, you're just like me. Your sheep will listen to your voice. But the reason that most people will not succeed is because they don't like, they can't put the content out because they don't like hearing themselves. They're uncomfortable with their own voice. And how many other areas are you, are, 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 you holding back in because of something about you that you're not comfortable with. Think about it.
1: I actually want you to really think about this. Like this is real time, like taking action. What right now can you identify about yourself? And you don't have to say it out loud, but what's that thing that's holding you back from taking that next step or going to that next level, starting your podcast, taking your business to the next level, going into a new division? Maybe you're doing right now, but you want to be teaching. What's stopping? You're smiling. You already have identified something. And I can relate this back to David encouraging me to start the Full Transparency podcast. And it took about six months of just really saying, Donnie, you should do it. You should do it. You should do it. Well, most people assumed that my fear was doing a podcast without Dave. And that wasn't the fear. I've always thought that I would be the next Oprah Winfrey, right? Like, give me the mic and a chair. Set me up and let me go ham. But when I started to do social proof podcast and I know everything that goes along with it, I know that one of the dynamics that make us so great is the fact that we are together. And I wasn't afraid of sitting in front of a camera and talking and, you know, solo episodes. That's not it. Do people want to see me without Dave sitting next to me?
0: You never are, told me that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did. Wow.
1: The dynamic of.
3: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
1: Y'all wasn't rocking with it at first, but then you grew to absolutely love it. You love it so much. Now, if we create this separation and it's just Donnie, even though I know what I'm talking about, do you want to see me by myself? That was one thing. That was one fear that I had to get over in order to do it. The second thing was knowing me and my level of procrastination, am I going to stick with this to deliver episodes week after week after week? Do I want to give myself another task that forces me to challenge myself in an area that I have struggled in all my life? That meant that in order to do this, in order to execute on it, I had to face a challenge and correct it. I have to show up because now we've put it out. And if I mess the episode, which won't happen, you guys are holding me accountable and then I'll lose viewership because it's like, oh, OK, she was consistent. Now she's not anymore. If David and I didn't put out the Social Proof podcast every single week, we weren't consistent. We didn't show up for ourselves. You would find someone else to watch. So there's two things with this new idea. And I'm saying it this way because most of you raise your hand if you already have a business. Keep your hand raised if there's a new direction that you know you need to go into in your business. Put them down if you don't. All right. So most of you already have an existing idea, but you know there's something you should be doing, whether it's starting your own podcast, whether it's building your authority so that you can become a coach or a consultant, whether it's you know now that you need to stop just trying to let ads sell for you and you actually need to take sales calls. You're afraid to get on that phone. You don't think you know what to say, but you're not preparing for it. You're instead hiding and running from it so you never get to confront that fear fear that thing that's uncomfortable for you I want you to take a note right now if you're taking notes on paper I want you to write down three things three things that have consistently shown up and held you back from going to another level there's this challenge again sometimes it's procrastination
0: yeah Um, yeah write down a couple of things that you're afraid of you got your thing in your ear get professional you got an earbud in your ear
1: first of all you could have just you didn't have I to. I know. It's full we have transparency.
0: focused.
1: Y'all got my Bluetooth on. So there's a
0: couple. There's a couple of things we're afraid of, right? Who can identify them? Who can Somebody identify shout them? out. What is right it? Right here. What are you afraid of? Them kids, right? I know. Me too, bro. <laughs> Failure.
1: You're afraid of saying no. Okay, tell That's us. It's a big what that yes
0: means. on your shirt. Go to. Uh,
1: there really is a big yes on your shirt. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah,
2: super excited to be here. So when I say say no, each level that um, the yes to real estate business is going to, I have to say no to what I used to do. So two, one, two years ago, you can talk to me on the phone for an hour, two hours, and I would handle everything. So now I have to say no. You have to get up with the marketing team, get up with the uh, administrator and they can help you because if i say yes to this then i will say no
0: to the future that's true that's true that's good Anybody but else? You,
1: you know you're manifesting those Anybody yeses else? right yeah yeah absolutely
0: yeah i like it All
1: right, okay so i think i can and um, uh, introduce yourself Sorry, okay you... my name is v level up with v is, v is my instagram handle if you're interested um i think that a lot of people could agree with me is that um it would be a fear of rejection so a lot of people um, don't go after their dreams or they don't make that phone call or they don't start that podcast because they're afraid of rejection or judgment that they may not be good enough or whatever. And so I think that may be that that was my fear. It took me quite a while to even be able to stand up in front of people and talk. Um, but I think once you do the thing and continue to do the thing no matter what the first outcome is and you continue to do it, you'll get over that fear.
0: Absolutely. Let me share something with you. We have our list of things we're afraid of, right? Look at the list. That list is comprised of things that hasn't even happened yet. It's not like we had a bully, right? I remember being afraid of a bully that, yo, if the bully beat me up, I'm afraid of that person, right? But for the most part, as we get older, we don't really face bullies like that. We face a bunch of stuff that hasn't even happened yet. Look at it, okay, I'm afraid of saying no. What's the What what will happen if you say no? I mean, nothing. I'm afraid of failure, well, what will happen if you fail? Let me show, let me tell you how I got over that. And it was like a, it was a realization that I had like, dang, everything I'm afraid of hasn't even happened yet. There's no reason for me to be afraid of it. It hasn't even happened yet. So I'm thinking, man, I'm making good money on my job and I start this t-shirt business and I'm making money on the t-shirt business. And I'm like, man, I need to quit my job. But I was a what? I was afraid. I was afraid. And... I really had to sit down and think. And I was like, okay, what am I really afraid of? What am I really afraid of? And I write down, quitting my job, going broke, it doesn't work. And I said to myself, if I quit the Cheesecake Factory and I go full time with my business, if that business doesn't work, I'll have to go back and work at the Cheesecake Factory. That's something to be afraid of, right? But think about it, in the moment I'm saying it, I'm currently working at the Cheesecake Factory. My biggest fear was to quit and have to come back to where I am today. Isn't that crazy? My biggest fear is like what I'm doing right now and I'm already doing it. That's what pushed me over the edge. And I said, oh, well, worst thing that could happen is I'll be doing exactly what I'm doing right now. What is there to fear? So think about it, you guys are afraid of failure, but you probably wouldn't call yourself a success now, right? In terms of business, because if you were, you wouldn't be going after the business. Does that make sense? So like, not making money in the business is your fear, but you're not making money in the business now. So at least let's go through learned experience let's like maybe we can make a couple dollars we can learn something we can at least go after something so that our grandkids we can sit around and one of my biggest fears was like having my my kids and my grandkids sit around and i have no stories to tell or they can point at me and say he didn't try Mm. nobody will ever say he didn't go for it give me a round of applause that was good
1: Oftentimes, it's not even the thing that you wrote down on your paper that you're afraid of. And I could even challenge what Dave is saying when you said, my fear at the time was having to go back to the Cheesecake Factory. It's even a step further than that. It's not really having to go back to the Cheesecake Factory that you were afraid of because you were already accustomed to that environment. You were afraid of the judgment that you would receive by going back to the Cheesecake Factory. So many of you wrote something down on your paper that really isn't the fear. 90% of what you're fearing is connected to, well, if somebody else recognizes this flaw in me, If somebody else recognizes this failure in me, what are they going to think? What are they going to think if I go from driving a Mercedes Benz back to driving a Nissan Altima? What are they going to think if I'm an entrepreneur today? If I scale my business and hire this team and it doesn't work and I have to go back and and get a job or I, I no longer have an assistant, what are the people that I'm so worried about? going to say about me, how am I going to be judged? You're afraid of judgment. In a way that I overcame being afraid of judgment, I wrote down the names of the people that would judge me. I wrote down the names of the people that would judge me. And then next to their name, I wrote out the great thing that they've done that was so impactful. (laughs) that their judgment actually mattered. I don't want you to miss that. Most of the time we are afraid of being judged by people for trying something. These people haven't tried a thing. And you can say it, and you've heard that somewhere before. You've heard that already, but it wasn't until I'm such an action taker. I have to write it down. Sometimes I have to see it in front of me. I heard it before. I heard somebody say, don't worry about being judged by somebody who ain't doing anything with their lives. Don't worry about, you're worried about your next move.
0: promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal
1: moving your business by somebody who's never started a business You're worried about showing somebody that you have to pivot in your business when they're still on the same job, underpaid, complaining about that same coworker over that same coffee machine in that same break room, pulling up to that same environment that drains them every single day. I want you right now, write down three names of people that you're afraid to be judged by. And then next to their name, write down what you know to be their greatest accomplishment. He said, I'm blank.
0: I actually had a plan too. uh, Like, because I did run this scenario in my head that if I had to go to the Cheesecake, like, if I had to go back to Cheesecake Factory, because it's a chain, I'll just go to one in another city. Don't nobody know me. (laughs) That was a real plan of mine. I was like, (laughs) let me me just move to Kansas.
1: I did the same thing. I thought, (laughs) I was going. When I left my job in 2014, I was so afraid I had moved my mom, I had moved myself into this luxury high rise apartment building, right? Condo building. And I got real froggy. I moved my mama in too. I had her completely walk away from her home to move her into this condo building. And then I had the audacity to quit the job that allowed me to be in that position. And my mom didn't believe necessarily at that point in entrepreneurship. So I had to hide from my mom. Mm. I had to hide the possible failure from my mom. You ever been like at home? I don't know. In any environment, um, especially like when you were a kid and your parents come in the room and you were chilling, you were laying bagging, and you got to jump up real quick and act like you were doing some work. That's like the energy that my mom gave me. When we lived together, anytime I heard her coming down the hall, I could not rest because I knew that every second she didn't see me moving, I was being judged. Now, my mom is a person that means the world to me. And I said that in 2014, when I left my job, if all else fails, Uber drivers were getting paid back in the day. (laughs) I'm going to drive on the other side of town Nobody lives in Ackworth that I know. I'm going all the way, 45 minutes away, and I'm Uber driving every single day because it has to work or it has to work. There's always a backup plan. There's always a strategy that's available. But I didn't do that. Instead, I had to come to terms with, I understand that my mom is judging me. But... I watched my mom over the years, start a business and stop it, start a business and stop it, start a business and stop it. Here I am starting the business and when things get hard, I keep going. And then I start another thing and when things get hard there, I keep going. And then I have an obstacle that I'm confronted with and guess what, I overcome it. And then another obstacle that I'm confronted with and I overcome that too. And so I realized there's a distinct difference. I cannot be afraid of what my mom thinks about me in business Because it looks a lot different than what I am actually doing. Seriously, think about those people that you are so fearful of being judged by. Most of you as parents, some of you as your spouse, others of you as your best friends. How dare you be afraid of being judged by friends who have less than you, who are doing less than you who want less than you we were talking about this backstage about raising the bar for ourselves everybody say raise the bar bar. i'm going to be honest with you most of your bars are in the trash he said what (laughs) word most of your bars are set so low You only want this, if I could just do that, if I could only get this. What's the saying, if you aim for the stars, if you aim for the moon, you'll land on the stars? Most of you have earth level bars. You're not even aiming for the moon. Your bar is being set by the standard that somebody else gave you. My bar could have been the standard that my parents set for me, go to school, become a chemical engineer, black women are killing it in that industry, making all the money, you go to school, you graduate with that degree, you'll work in somebody's factory and you're gonna make $75,000 a year. That could have been my bar. Compared to what I've actually done and accomplished by betting on myself, would you agree that that bar could have been in the trash? I could have settled for $75,000 Or I could be the Donnie Wiggins today that made seven figures. Which bar are you setting for yourself? What's your floor? What's your ceiling? There's a billionaire who says, I could have went for seven figures. My bar would have been on the floor. I knew that I would become a billionaire earner. There's a trillionaire who's saying, oh, seven figures, laughable. Your bar, not only are your goals and your results based on somebody else. Most of the time, the things that you're aspiring to be are created by evidence of something that you saw somebody else doing. You come into rooms like this and you see people up here. You saw a TJ on stage talking about real estate and how to acquire real estate and now. Anybody in here inspired to another level to go out there and and make money in real estate? Raise your hand. Your bar in that area, your goal, your desire is set based on information that he gave you. You need more TJs, more Georges, more Carters, more Davids, more Donnies. Your bar right now is set based on those people who are judging you.
0: Or I think uh, maybe... uh, it's based on what we feel we can accomplish, not what's possible. So, man, if I, I really wish that you all just knew how powerful you really are. And you just knew what was possible. If you knew what was inside of you. Like, everybody claims, yo, know, I am God's child. And you don't act like it. Oh, you don't act I like just, I just remember being, I just remember being that, yo, I know, like my bar was set. There was a server, his name was Mac. Shout out to Mac Jones, the best server in the world. He always consistently made more money than me. <laughs> it was a real moment for me. I was like, I couldn't figure out why. I'm like, I thought it was pretty good. But I would ask him, how much you make the night? I'm talking about on a good night where I make 200. He's like, "Oh, just 325." That's how he talked. <laughs> 325. I'm like, "Dang!" Every every time, every time. So, I I remember just just chalking up, chalking it up to the fact that he's just better. My my evidence of me was this is what I do, and I'm just gonna try to beat myself. I gotta, stop, I, I gotta stop even shooting for that because I'm like, oh wait, how long you been serving? Oh, I've been a server for 10 years. Oh, that's it. I've only been a server for four. That's why. So in my own mind, I'm saying this is what I can accomplish and I'm setting my bar slightly above what I've been doing, which was nothing. So somebody came across, and did I, and this was the exit of my, this is like the beginning of the end of my job. When I started meeting people who were making six and seven figures, and the conversations I had, and I, I wrote it in my book. This, I think I was like the creator of Take People to Lunch, because I wrote about it in, in my book in 2015, 14. And I started taking this guy to lunch, and he would just challenge the way I'm thinking. I say, I want to have a, sh- a T-shirt store, in- a one one store in every city in America when I'm building my T-shirt brand. He said, that's it? <laughs> but when he said it, I got angry. So it's like, you trying to belittle my dream? But further time, I realized, no, he just, his bar is just higher. He's looking at me like, that's the goal? There are people in prison right now that their goal is, is to run the jail, to be the top dog in prison. My man Andre Norman talked about it. He said, yo, I was the king. I was the king of nowhere. <laughs> Think about somebody calling you home from jail. Nah, I'm the man around here. Or yo, I'm just trying to get to the next level. It's like two other people, if I, if I take them off, I'm good. you like, why don't you focus on getting home? Let's just get home. And, But in our mind, we're in prison and the highest we can go is being the best of what we've created in our head. So the hack, this is the hack. You gotta get around people who see it bigger. That's it.
1: Write that down. You gotta get around people who see it bigger. When I wanted to make six figures, I started to hang with people who made six figures. When I wanted to make seven figures, I started to hang around people who made seven figures as simple as when I wanted to become an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. I had to stop hanging around people who weren't actively pursuing entrepreneurship or already were entrepreneurs. Many of us are held back just by our own network, just by our own circle. Like if you're doing what somebody close to you is doing, you feel like you're doing good enough bars on the floor. You're hanging around people that you're doing better than and so you think you're excelling and you're doing great bars in the trash because look at what you're comparing your result to. Time is not on our side. You guys know that, right? Like right now, we are in the middle of the best of our years. We are in literally experiencing the best of our years. You have your best health. You have your best physical abilities. You have your best mindset. Ah,
0: my physical ability was a little bit. About ten years ago, I could dunk. I used to be able to dunk. So I challenge you were you on the never physical. able to dunk. Anything. I just said I'm not in my best physical.
1: Let me me say this. (laughs) I
0: just want to challenge you right there.
1: If you... This could be your bar.
0: (laughs) My knees are different.
1: This could be your bar. The person who goes to the gym once a week and touches a machine for two minutes. Ten. This could be your bar. The person who is determined... To be in the best physical shape of her life at age 44. And to do that, I'm working out every single day. Well, now, five days later. you know, a I
0: week. didn't know she was 44, did you? Go on, clap it off for being elderly and fine. <laughs> Just fine and elderly. Just
1: <laughs> Seriously, and even if I'm not, like, you know, I'm probably not doing backflips and all that stuff like I was when I was a cheerleader, but I really feel like. I'm in the best shape of my life. Do you know why I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life? Why? Because there was a period of like three years when I was in the worst shape of my life mm. and now I'm in such a better, I'm, I'm in such more of a better position because I'm actually doing the work. Like I made a decision and that's what, that's what many of you have to do. What's your next step and where you got to go? Write it down. Where do you immediately need to go? Put it in your phone, write it down. We should see all hands, fingers moving. Where do you immediately need to go right now? Raise your hand if the place that you need to go to get to the next level in your business, you've needed to go there for more than a year. It's been like a rolling thought. Raise them high. We're not judging, kind of, but raise them high.
0: And let me get, let me get somebody to the mic. I want to I know what you're feeling in these moments, okay? I want you to just feel free to go to the mic, okay? Yeah. This, this is just a conversation we are having. yes, ma'am.
4: Um, hello, I'm Carla with Song Art Gallery. So, it's a little short. I'm in a creative space, so I have a team and I have systems in place at the administrative level or I have appointment centers, so I go out on sales, but I feel like I need to, to scale, I need to duplicate myself, but myself is a creative, you know, I go to corporations and put art on their walls. So there's J.P. Morgan Chase, there's businesses that have art on their walls, but I curated that. So I don't know how to scale my expertise. I can scale below me, but mm-hmm. I feel like I need more of me to have galleries all over the world and working with multiple corporations.
0: Yes. Do you know, and this is, this is something that I'm working through right now, mm-hmm. and I would say um, I need more me's but the me that I, that I am needs to be better at training and managing. So I don't want another me, right? I want to be better at finding someone to just carry out the task. If For one, I, w- I don't know if I would want to hire me. You know what I mean? Because I'm all over the place. However, there's something that needs to be done. But, like, for instance, as, like, VAs, I'm, I'm working on my ability to communicate with a virtual assistant who speaks another language what I want and how I want my videos to be edited. So I, I, I keep going through these people like, oh, that's not the one. Oh, that's not the one. that's not. And then I realize I need to figure out a way to communicate what I want. So now I'm just trying more. Hey, do it this way, do it this way, do it this way. And they come back and it's wrong. I'm like, here's why it's wrong. And I realized the issue was I didn't know how to communicate what I wanted because I'm so good at doing it. So it's not finding another you. It's finding, OK, what is that one, um, that one person, that one uh, uh, job title that will take my business to the next level? Do you have a mentor?
4: I have a mindset coach, but um, I have, I'm, I'm part of Houston Art Gallery Association, so I am around other galleries that have been around for 50 years.
0: You need to find a you need to find someone that's done exactly what you want to do, oh. because what they'll do is be able to in just few minutes see what's wrong. Mm-hmm. You ever talk to somebody you've been struggling for six months on this thing, and then you ask Donnie, "Hey, what should I do?" She's like, "Oh, this this." Yeah, and can like,
1: I? Can I give her something real quick? My Uh,
4: inspiration person, Larry Gargason, Jay-Z, he has a song about him as well too, but like they don't talk much in my industry, art galleries. I don't know why it's so like hush-hush a little bit. So sometimes people that I look up to, they really don't give back like we do in this room.
0: Okay. I
4: have not no i have not she's mm. about to lie she's no. about
1: to lie to me <laughs> so i, thought about, it. I thought about it we were about I to not. ask for the receipts not. for the social proof all right yeah, yeah. okay so for clarity you're an artist art dealer you're an art dealer i have a gallery yes. and you have a gallery mm-hmm. what do you so you actually these banks and these clients they purchase prints from you
4: they purchase originals some they, some do prints as well too but they my, purchase target client is doing originals
1: they're purchasing originals from what type of artist
4: contemporary artists that I represent
1: these are new artists uh, mixture mixture of artists yes and you want to pick up more clients what makes your skill set so significant you're an art dealer
2: mm-hmm.
1: is your skill set in identifying great art curating
4: how it comes together so if you walk into corporation and you see the art it's curated a certain type of way so it's not just anything everywhere there's a certain level of cohesiveness of the art in certain buildings
1: okay Hmm. how did you learn how to do that
4: time and time again mistakes Mm -hmm. talking to a few others but just doing it
1: so what i am hearing is a training program where you're offering the ability to teach other people who have an eye for curating a space you're teaching it i'm also hearing that you're identifying your star students you're asking them to show their work show me how you would curate this space so you're teaching them what to look for here's the layout here's how the shape should look here's how the lighting like you have all of these different components and then you're identifying your star students and you're offering them an opportunity to work alongside you it sounds like affiliates, it sounds like partnership, because you can't possibly put your eyes on every single space if you want to scale. So it's really a simple answer. You're not looking for you. Here's the thing that I had to learn. I'm not looking for me in my business, like, Don, like David said. I could not work with another me in my business. What I am looking for, though, is somebody who is trainable and coachable, meaning First thing that I have to do is map out the process. So you map out your process, whatever it includes, all the components, the lighting, the colors, the wall size, the spacing, map out all of those things. These are called SOPs, standard operating procedures. You map it out and then you go out into the field and prove that these SOPs are accurate. And then you hire a person that has the ability to learn. One, the interest. Two, the desire, same kind of thing. But three, and most importantly, the ability to learn. And if you can find someone who has the ability to learn and your instruction manual is A1, you've solved your problem. You haven't found yourself. You found a student who was under your mentorship who can do the job as well as you do.
0: I was just, uh, I was just talking, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who feel like that. You wish you had your...
1: Y'all can you, do you, that. You can do that. You can do that.
0: I think for us that wanna replace ourselves, like Donnie said, we have to really start, just take the time to write out our recipe. And I'm starting to realize that even creativity has a recipe, but you gotta spend time figuring it out. So when you walk into a building, there's something about the opening that needs to be right, right? Is it low light in the, o- like when you first walk in to the studio, is it low light, highlight? Should it be open? Should it be narrow when you walk in? What should the floors, what's that experience? Should the good art or like the most expensive art be in the front or the back? What do you think? That's a good question. Depending on what the space is. Should the art be like grouped in colors? Like some matted, this side, it should be. And you probably have that stuff intuitively, but you need to start writing out the recipe. And then you could teach people how to look at it
1: beyond duplicating yourself and finding another you the reason why this is critical my daughter graduates college in a couple of weeks right i am training and developing her and my assistant to know how to do everything that I do. They may never be able to coach like me, but they'll be able to identify other coaches to carry my brand on, kind of like how Bob Proctor and Sandy Gallagher runs their business. Bob Proctor is long gone, right? But the business still operates. The reason that this is so important is because you are not working this hard, attending this many conferences, taking this many notes for your business to die when you do. So we either put the instruction manual together and teach somebody to do it good enough or your business dies the day that you do.
0: Facts. Yo, what Reese and Zell, they'll tell you, I'll see, like, I just know how I want something to look, but I don't tell them, hey, change this, change that. I'm always asking, you see something wrong with that? There's something clearly wrong sometime and I'm like, Reese, look at this. What do you think? Because I want him to what? Think. I want him. To, like he has a, a way that, like he has his own genius, right? But here, like, there's something that I want. But the, you can't, you can't, like, start building a company by telling people what to do. You have to help them think to, to try to adopt the thought process that you have. Yeah. And that's been that's been the key for me. Biscuits, everybody. It's
5: Billy with Billy Helps, LLC, Billy underscore Helps underscore LLC on Instagram. Um, while you all are talking up here, I kind of answered my own questions in your voices. Give him a round of applause. Good. That's all
0: right. <laughs> Next question. <100 laughs>
5: well, it's, that, you know, because you and I talked in the morning meetup about, you know, I, I kind of, I, then you're like, brand yourself and find that one thing. For one, I have a fear of being on a podcast. I don't want to be seen. Donnie answered that question while I was up here, or that identified that reason why I'm I'm up here. So I guess I do have to, at some point, start a podcast. But I also have shiny object syndrome. Like, in all these opportunities come my way, I tend to have a proclivity for things that I'm good at. To kind of, you know, whether it's being a pilot or real estate wholesaling or selling solar panels or something. Fast like forward that. to the question. Okay, so well, that's the thing. I um my my question was, you know, um. I see so many people getting diverse eventually, but I don't know what the heck that timing looks like. like, I, don't, like I, wanna, I, my, I know that my goal on li- in life is to own a bunch of real estate and own a bunch of like restaurants. I, that's, that's my passion. That's my heart. It's always been in me. But I don't know when I can... Every time I try and go step out and do something else, I kind of get slapped down a little bit. Like I'll take a, I'll take a financial fade. Um, I invested in a solar company this year. And I I lost some cash, you know. But then I stepped back into real estate wholesaling, my little lane, and I'm doing some some deals now in my little short. why do you invest meetings.
0: in the the solar? Because I somebody, somebody I, told you I got it was
5: good. it's easy to sell to a salesperson. The guy is he's an ethical, honest guy, but he's like, you have the personality to do this, and then I realized I didn't know what the heck I was hey, doing. Listen, you know? if
0: you are not focused on a goal, anybody will take you off the path. If you're not like really locked in. Yeah. Everything is shiny to you. Yeah. Everything. So <laughs> I'm saying, if, like, if you are not convicted of something, so if, let's say you have a belief, and I don't know, the belief is, what's the, a Buddhist. They mm-hmm. believe in Buddha, right? If you don't, let's go on somewhere with this. If you don't truly believe in that faith, Anybody will come and convert you. Mm -hmm. We'll see if you truly believe. You cannot like you will not see me arguing about my faith with anyone because I believe what I believe. I don't have to argue with you about it. Like I know I know where I'm going, right? And once you develop that, nobody can get you in the solar. Nobody can get you in the Toro. Nobody can get you in the trading. Nobody can get you into all this stuff. You cannot take us off the path of where we're going with shiny objects. Gotcha. You need that conviction and you don't have it yet. I don't.
1: Other thing I would say before investing in multiple opportunities until you've hit your financial goal in the one opportunity that is your lane, mm-hmm. stay focused. Just stay focused that and then second, until you have enough disposable income where taking a hit financially you can recover from easily only invest in things that you understand and it goes completely against the saying lean not into your own understanding right but we're talking about investing large sums of money in something that we're trusting other people to run for us and until you have enough money where those decisions don't impact you so strongly only invest in things that you know about and stay in your lane until the goal has been met. So, if you're, you shouldn't even be thinking about starting another business or picking another shiny object until you're at least making six figures, six strong figures in your business and getting it to a point where it can sustain on its own. Mm-hmm. Sustainable, that was the word that I defined for you backstage.
0: Sustainability. Mm hmm.
1: All right. Next question. We have like five yeah, and minutes. Then we're going to get
0: to a Q&A because we have
1: a Q&A. So yes. just make sure your question isn't related, is related to this episode yeah. because we're going to come back and do a whole Q&A. We have
0: a comment on what we just talked about. as fine. Go for it.
2: Yeah. So your original question was, where do you immediately need to go now? Yeah. So my thought process when I heard that was to pivot. And I thought about the judgment aspect as far as like who would judge me. And for one, there's a lot of people. I really don't care about everybody, but there's some people that I do. And so there was one person I thought of. when you said write down that list of three people, one person came up. Dave. <laughs> Me.
0: So
4: Pew Pew Pew.
0: He's going somewhere though, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but let let I'm
2: finished. Because finish. of the expectations I've set for myself. <laughs> from being in the morning meetup, from social media, that all uh, creates a sense of, this has to be done. There's yeah. no other option. Even though this may not be the, the best that I can do, because there's something I may be w- more well-suited for. But because I've started this, I have to see it through. Mm-hmm. That's c- kind of the thought process that goes through my mind. So that's the judgment aspect that I deal with. And I try to figure out how to I think work with good.
0: Yeah, for sure. But guess what? I won't judge you. And and people can't judge you when you win. So I think there's some people that um maybe you're afraid like your your spouse doesn't believe in your goal or you're about to change and your spouse doesn't believe in it, but you probably haven't given that spouse any reason to believe that what you're about to do is gonna work. Because you keep jumping around or nothing you've like you haven't stayed focused. So you've been in the, the car rental space for a minute, and that shows like you've it's not like you you you've been hopping around here and there. I've been able to witness you leave your job. I've been able to witness this stuff. So if if you have a reasoning for going after it, you gotta go after it with the belief that. Oh, this is going to work. I'll show you guys in a minute. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of like pivoted into podcasting right. where I remember just saying, Yo, I am a podcaster. I want you to address me as a podcaster. There's a lot of people that didn't understand it, mm. but I did. I did. And what's cool is the people who know you got their own stuff going on and they don't really care what you got going on. Yeah. <laughs> And we think because we have a a, a couple thousand people following us that they care about what we're doing. Most of them won't even know you changed. Only
1: 10% of them see your post. Yeah.
0: Go after it. And we're not working for the people that follow us anyway. How many people got over 100,000 followers? By the time you win at something, you'll have 300,000, which the first 100,000... They'll have stopped following you or you're not even on the timeline anymore. And this new 200,000 will follow this new journey. Go after it. But, but don't be quitting for quitting's sake. When I talked to you earlier, you're like, yo, there's changes in the industry. There's shifts, yeah. things of that nature. It's not like, yo, it's hurt, it hurts. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Don't quit off of emotion. Let's, like, let's, let's, let's give it some good thought. And if you figure this is the pivot, let's go. Let's go.
2: I really appreciate that. Let's do it. Clap it up for them. Yes. One
0: more, Y'all, if, then we can if, finish our podcast.
1: If we are concerned about these followers judging us, because I know people in real life who are like, yo, my followers going to be like, blah, 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 if I do X, Y, and Z. I want you to really think about what has to be wrong if we are concerned about strangers that we have never met and probably will never meet. And they're our followers. And they're our followers. They subscribe to you. And we are afraid to make a move because we're scared of being
0: judged by they these hit a people. Button they hit you. the button. They hit a button to follow you. They hit a button you. to follow you.
1: And most of those people you aren't even following back. You don't even care enough about them to follow them back, but you care enough about them to say stuck.
0: Come on.
1: Something gotta be wrong.
0: Yeah.
1: Big time. All right, let's
0: get it. Hey, I'm Jamal. Uh, my question was in relation to what you said, um, where should we immediately go? And then you mentioned the path and finding conviction. My question is, what do you do if you don't know where to go? If you don't have the, the belief, you don't have the conviction, you don't have the path, you don't know where it is. Uh-huh. Really good question. And my answer is, do something. Yep. So whatever path you choose, we, we're not God. We don't know the end result. Mm-hmm. And if I was trying to pick the perfect thing, I'd have never picked anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because there's going to be ups and downs, valleys and peaks, good and bad with everything. But the thing that you pick, I don't, want it, I, don't want it, I don't want you to focus on the success of the thing that you picked. I want you to focus on the successful person that you're becoming. Through consistency. Can I pick something and stay there for three years? Can I sit there and learn what business is about? Can I figure out how to not spend all the money that I make? Can I, like, can I get up and actually knock on doors every single day? I just want to see the progression in myself, not the thing. So I was, uh, when I was selling T-shirts, I first set a goal to make X amount of dollars. And it just wasn't working out. And I realized it wasn't working out because I can't control someone taking money out of their pocket and giving it to me. You know when I really started to succeed? When I set a goal that was 100% in my control, which was to ask 10 people to buy a T-shirt every day. Some days nobody bought. But I would still celebrate because I completed the task that I set. And this was my process of saying I'm going to do something and actually doing it. That's going to be the hardest thing for all of us. Saying I'm going to do something and actually doing it. And if you can develop that, it developed a work ethic. Oh, I got to get up and talk to 10 people. Oh, it's, it's, it's 1030 at night. I need to go out to the grocery store and just talk to random people. Hey, I got a t-shirt brand. Would you like to buy this t-shirt? I've done that. Yeah. Because the goal was that much for me. I remember calling people that I called yesterday and ask them today, hey, would you like to buy a t-shirt? <clears throat> it's funny, but on the second, third time, they bought. Yeah. Because I'm not worried about the outcome. Let me just do my work. Yeah. And let's let the work take care of itself. I know if I plant and water and give it ample light, eventually, eventually, the garden will take care of itself.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much um that was 60 minutes
1: that was 60 minutes give it up if y'all learned something in here today
0: so we're gonna do we're gonna jump into A. Q&A, probably give y'all about um five little nap you good all right she yeah. took a little nap while us it, was, was, it wasn't audible though we couldn't hear it i could just see it we wait we, we who took a nap right there Thanks, really calm down Were we uninteresting
1: Snitching? for you today? <laughs> it's because it's so cold in the room she had a long day she You had a long day, day. We are right <laughs> after <laughs> They just, rush hour traffic, all of that happened You guys, um, it, it, it's our goal to make sure that you got something from today Just scream it out, you don't have to come to the mic What's the first action step you're taking after being in this room, having this conversation today? First thing you're doing you're Buying software uh, What was it? Being, Being consistent. consistent. Find the Finding Find the ingredient. an ingredient. Oh, oh, oh. What's your ingredient? What's the missing ingredient for you? Consistency is your missing ingredient. As we said we were asking. Software. 100%. Consistency. Somebody else say it loud. Confidence, confidence. is the missing ingredient. That's the How big are you going to develop
0: the confidence? No. No. How are you gonna rob a bank? We'll just rob it. we just walk in there. <laughs> Give me the money. I got a gun. We really, in all seriousness, we have to have a strategy or a plan. How do we develop confidence? We have to put ourselves in positions where we wanna be, where, where, where we get to practice confidence somehow.
1: I want you to ask that question in the Q&A, How do I develop confidence? Give me two more. Who else? What's your missing ingredient? Mindset and belief. Mindset and belief. Somebody else? Transparency. Okay, so here's your next step. For those of you who are watching, you should have been here. Here's your next step. We are about to move into a Q&A. We're bringing George and Carter back. Whatever this missing ingredient is for you, your next question should be what? How do I get the missing ingredient. So everyone who shouted out a missing ingredient, I want you to ask. And if somebody already has the same missing ingredient as you, take notes. But we're going to be talking about how to get the missing ingredient because just doing it is not
0: the answer. For sure. Let me let me get some music. I don't even want y'all talking and networking right now, but while we set up, I want you in your phone on your notes, working on the missing ingredient. Okay. Let's figure it out. DJ, let's do this. Oh, hold on, hold on. Okay, pause it. That That ain't thinking music. (laughs) I need some thinking music, okay? Oh, we got to close out our episode. That's right. Oh.
1: This has been another amazing episode of the Social Proof Podcast. If you got something from today, make some loud noise.
0: Houston. H-O-U. Are they going to be a part of our Patreon?
1: Are you guys going to be a part of our Patreon? If you're going to be a part of our Patreon, make some loud noise.
0: Yo, and like during the, right after the episodes, we do like Q&A like this. Live while you're streaming and every single week, yeah. If you like, we, we, it's lit, it's lit, it. it's, it's lit, it. so, it's lit. Uh, give them the number in the uh, code. okay, get
1: your phones out. I'm giving you 10 seconds. 10. Somebody count it out for me nine, eight, where we at? Seven, six, five, four, uh, three, yeah. two, yeah. one, yeah. 8. okay, 404. Everywhere? Every single time, y'all it's like to see me twerk. Ghetto. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, married men, don't get beside yourself, okay? Here's the phone number real quick. She's looking like, ma'am, sit your behind down. 404-737-2767. And all you have to do is text the words H or the letters H-O-U. And you get the link to join our members exclusive social proof community.